재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. We like to take a little time at the end of the week to think about tourism, whether it's the business of tourism and the economics of it, or what it means for each and every one of you personally, uh, the trips you may have planned and the way that you get out of town and experience something new. One of those ways is through camping. And as we're about to discover, there are various levels of luxury that you can opt for when you go on a camping trip. We've got our professional tourist, Jimin Yoon, here to talk about it. Hey, Jimin. Hello. So camping. Yeah, mm-hmm. people, um, people are into camping. I mean, it used to be very old school. Um, it's very basic, but mm-hmm. it's kind of having a resurgence, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I think it's becoming a new trend of travel. And a lot of people go on camping trip for their holidays, and you can find many campsites in Korea nowadays. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to start with the pros and cons. Uh, an obvious pro of uh, camping is that it's cheap, but there are quite a few cons. Yes. I would like to talk about like the bads of the camping because sleeping in the wilderness is not always convenient. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes it's hard to use electricity and water. Yep. You got and, a lot of roommates out there too. Mm-hmm. Little flying roommates. Yes. A lot of bugs and mosquitoes could bother you. And it is hard to have like comfy beds in outdoor. You may not be able to sleep well. Okay. So, so yeah, no comfy beds outdoors. Mm-hmm. There's a shocker. <laughs> and uh, so the, the, the benefits, besides uh-huh. being kind of on the cheap side, what, what else? Yeah, however, camping allows you to enjoy the nature and the wilderness at the most. So you can have unique experiences like sleeping in a tent or a caravan or even in the open air. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be very nice. Sure. And it is always fun to be with close friends and family and cook a meal together outdoor and camping food such as barbecue, s'mores are always good. <laughs> very nice. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of, there's nothing like waking up in the wild, you know, yes. and you can hear an absolutely quiet night mm-hmm. transform into the sounds of morning, you know, mm-hmm. starting with birds and then yeah. maybe a dog barking in the distance. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I like to enjoy sunrise and sunset. Of course. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. And also uh, the campfire the campfire yeah it still kind of crackles out and then in the morning uh, you can kind of feel the temperature slowly change um are you a big camper have you done a lot of camping i did a lot of camping in the united states Mm. but not much in korea okay but i'd like to share my experience a camping experience in new zealand you went camping in new zealand Mm -hmm. wow new zealand is a popular country to go on a camping trip a lot of people enjoy driving a camper van or a car with a tent I heard a lot of honeymooners are going to New Zealand to do a camper van trip. So. That sounds nice. And then the mm-hmm. camping van, camper van becomes mm-hmm. your sort of your headquarters. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of your you, your source of water, power, electricity. Yeah. Possibly it's your mm-hmm. uh, bathroom facility. Yeah, a good thing about camper van is that there's no need to find a hotel or like any accommodation. It's just uh, driving, driving, your hotel. Yeah, driving home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of campsites in New Zealand are very well facilitated. And even it, it looks like a resort. They have like a swimming pool or recreational area. So it's not like the, just a, like a ground outdoor, but it's just like a resort. It's very interesting because mm-hmm. we're going to get into glamping, as I mentioned yes. a little later. I, my personal view is that if a campsite has too much in the way of amenities, <laughs> yeah. it's like, what's the point? Why don't you just go to a hotel? Yeah. Uh, but w- with a lot of these sites, um, mm-hmm. I imagine the way it might be in New Zealand is if you've got your camper van, 
you can plug into a central yes. electric source, mm-hmm. maybe plug into some kind of sewage mm-hmm. uh, system. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you've got like a little portable bedroom. That makes sense. Yeah, what I really enjoyed about New Zealand's campsites are they have a variety. They have those kind of like glamping sites and also those like do- the normal campsites. And there are many, as there are many campers visiting New Zealand, they have smartphone applications for campers to find a campsite around you. And mm. you can see the map and campsite nearby with their information and vacancies. So it's very, um, like neat and convenient to use. It strikes me that uh, New Zealand would be a fantastic place. I've never visited. I've loved to visit New Zealand. Uh, but it is so so much land for so few people yeah. that uh, I would think the camping is phenomenal. And, of course, we were all knocked over by uh, the Lord of the Rings scenery and all of that gorgeous mountainsides yeah. and meadows and things like that. So they have the campsites with the very good natural landscape. So as you mentioned about, like, switch and electricity, they have, like, the... Well, it's, it could be like a global, but there are like a two ways to do the camping, it's, which is like powered and non-powered. Okay. So if it's a power, you plug in to the electricity and water. And if it's non-powered, it's just park your car anywhere and just sleep there. And just sleep there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> park and sleep. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully you're near some kind of trekking site or something mm-hmm. like that where you can, um, you know, go up into the yeah, mountain that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big camp. I haven't done much camping. I got to be honest with you. The only camping I really did was uh, I went to Burning Man a number of years ago. Mm. You ever go to that? No. That's weird. That's yeah. um, yeah, it's interesting, but weird. You go and you come out, and the motto is "Leave no trace." Mm-hmm. It's a city oh, yeah. that instantly mm-hmm. forms and then dismantles. <laughs> Let's get yes. back to Korea, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Camping in Korea. How, how does it uh, break down? Well, I think for the last several years, the camping culture has become very popular in Korea because it's not like the very traditional popular form of travel in Korea, but it just had boomed up for the last several years. Mm-hmm. A lot of campsites have opened their, like many of the camping gears have been sold. Yeah. And as many parents want their kids to have an outdoor experience, a lot of like families go on a camping trip these days because... I think like camping is a good for families to have their own time. Mm-hmm. Kids can learn how to be independent by building a tent and just mm-hmm. experience the nature. It's almost like a little MT. You know, mm-hmm. the family has all these <laughs> challenges to overcome uh-huh. together. Yes. All right. You know, you, Johnny, you build the tent and you go get the water and everybody's uh-huh. got their little role. That's yeah. in a no frills campsite. Mm-hmm. Now we get to this other word, glamping, yes. which is uh, glamorous camping, right? Mm-hmm. Which is... I don't know. You sell it to me. What's the point of glamping? <laughs> I think the glamping has become popular because the number of people who want to go on a camping had increased. But a lot of people who want to do the camping kind of don't want to have like a hard time building a tent and it, like those things. So okay. the glamping, the idea of glamping has emerged. And camping, like glamping is the most luxurious camping experience, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. And camping sites usually have like semi-permanent tent where it has a uh, like a house, even a bed inside, and a kitchen, and also a toilet sometimes. Sure. So, also, the container type of caravan is popular as a glamping accommodation. So, it's so. basically a hotel room that happens to have, like, mm-hmm. canvas walls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if some glamping destinations have, mm-hmm. you know, air conditioning tents Maybe and so Maybe they on. would have air conditioning. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. there's that. Um, yeah. I guess if you're a, a newbie camper or if you've got... Um, Somebody in tow that's not really good at roughing it, then glamping might be your your option. What other kind?
kind of options are there for camping in Korea? Well, there also was an article stating that the number of solo campers is increasing. I think as the number of the single-person household increases these days, there mm-hmm. are more solo travels who want to do the camping. Yeah. So the, the camping gears have improved also. They, ha- they became minimal and light. So they have one touch, like a pop-up tent and a small table for a person. That appeals to me a lot. Mm-hmm. I would love to get the very minimal, basic sort of camp that I can carry on my back without too much difficulty, put on a pair of hiking boots, and just go by foot across mm-hmm. the entire Korean peninsula. That sounds like a, a, a cool sort of, you know, when you are super tired at the end of the day after hiking for eight hours, just mm-hmm. plop down, pitch your tent, mm-hmm. and read a book and fall asleep. That sounds wonderful. But it sounds quite risky because if someone could not find you and you just like lost, get lost (laughs) in the wilderness. (laughs) I guess you bring your smartphone with your GPS and you check in with people. You don't Uh go full rogue and, you know, Uh disappear into the woods. But uh, you have to kind of, and I think the paths are fairly well marked out. Mm Uh, does this is this animal friendly camping? I think it is quite hard in Korea to go on a camping with a pet because many campsites still do not allow pets inside. So as there are more people having pets, I think the culture is still culture is changing right now. So some of the campsites are only for the pets, and but you need to check before with the campsite for their conditions. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So you've sold me. Let's say I want to go camping. I've decided to go camping. What do I need to know? What's the basic four one one? Well, I think it is very important for all campers to be mature and respectful to each other because keeping the campsite quiet at night, like being careful with their pets, keeping the area clean, those are the basic etiquettes for the all campers to need to be aware. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's important for the campers. And on the other side, for those campsite owners, they... Like as camping has become a popular form of travel in Korea, there have been numerous campsites built in different places. Sometimes a little too quickly, right? Yeah, so it is good to have a good campsite for more people to enjoy camping. However, it is also important to have eco-friendly campsite because regarding that, camping is a big trend. There are many campsites which are developed thoughtless for the environment. Sure. So I think it's very important to be respectful of surrounding natural environment because the main key of camping is to be part of the nature. That's exactly it. You are directly connecting with the ecology. So if you're going to go there and just be a normal consumer and pitch your, your, your trash everywhere and not be respectful of the environment, aren't you kind of you know, canceling out the whole idea for going camping in the first place. Mm-hmm. But I like those new campsites because they have like the very nice view of like ocean or the mountain. So they're very nice, but it's just that it needs to be eco-friendly and leave no trace. It's also leave no trace is a great motto for mm-hmm. other places besides Burning Man. Yes. Um, it, it, the fire rules at these campsites, they have actual fire pits. You're not supposed to, it's not like out in the wild where you can just build your fire and cook anything anywhere, right? Yeah, especially the places near the, um, like, the national, like, parks mm-hmm. or those kind of reserved uh, area. Mm-hmm. Then you need to be careful with the trash and also, like, very careful with the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when's the last... Have you gone camping in Korea? Yeah, I did. Uh, I think I did. I went to camping last spring, not in the summer but this, in the spring I went to camping in Ansan area oh that sounds nice mm-hmm. so they had a like an island right in front of the campsite 
Ooh, mm-hmm. that sounds really you can nice. walk. <laughs> I think you should make your next video about camping. You're sure. popping up all over the place in videos lately. <laughs> I'd love to. Telling people how to soul and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> where do people go if they want to see your uh, tourism videos? Oh, I just started the How to Soul series, which mm-hmm. is the videos on the soul tourism. You can go to YouTube channel and also the Facebook. How to Soul. Mm-hmm. Jimin will teach you how. Thank you very much for this edition of Talking Tourism. Thank you. And Koreascape will return with the Swiss ambassador right after this.